you are listening to Takedowns to Breakdowns. So not to be rude, how much do you weigh? 195. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I am finishing up week two on a potato diet. Um, the experiment was only supposed to be for one week, but I was like, you know what? Let me try it for another. Um, and I'm kind of glad I did. And during the two weeks, I've had two cheat meals. Okay. Because I never do complete days, cheat days. Um, and yeah, so week one was a combination of Idaho and sweet potatoes. And I did all of my prep work and cooking Sunday. That way on Monday, day one, I'm ready to go. Just heat it up in the microwave. Easy peasy. Um, you know, I don't mind eating a plain potato, but there's something about the dryness. <laughs> yeah. uh, and sweet potatoes are very forgiving where no matter, it seems like no matter how you cook them, there's always some sort of moisture. Um, and I just find it kind of hilarious how it's there. It's kind of that whole thing where, you know, healthy foods are, aren't really the best tasting Mm -hmm. and then the best tasting stuff isn't the healthiest, but in terms of potatoes, I think sweet potato is my favorite and it's funny because it seems to be the healthiest. It is more nutritious. Yet it's got the higher sugar content. And week two, I did just sweet potatoes, and I actually lost more weight. Yeah, sweet potatoes doing just sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes also have a lower glycemic index, I believe, compared to white potatoes uh, like Idaho and stuff like that. So how are you okay. eating these? Just boiling them and eating them like apples? Were you slicing them up and so? I so week one I baked everything, mm-hmm. just baked, and we're talking now. Technically, yes, you can use certain spices or herbs, whatever. I went cold turkey, just the oh potato. Oh. Um, right. So, um, obviously, you could, like I said, you could do garlic, whatever. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go hard, and I just did potato. Um, not a great idea to eat <laughs> potatoes that are a week old, cooked, <laughs> baked. Uh, yeah. and like I said before, you know, the Idaho's are definitely better. If you're going to bake them man, you need that butter, you need the extra fat. Uh, yeah. Uh, sweet potatoes though, you know, just by themselves are, it was like having birthday cake <laughs> every meal. Like after having Idaho and then switching back and forth, it was like, yeah, like I had my prison meal and then like at <laughs> dinner time, I'd eat the sweet potato and it's like, holy shit, this is birthday cake. Um, but I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of getting sick of it though. You know, you know what you could <laughs> do? But you know what you could do? I, I heard, I learned this trick. You can uh, do sweet potatoes and bake them. And when you eat them, you cut it open and you sprinkle mm-hmm. cinnamon. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And then they turn into real dessert bombs. <laughs> and you know, I am a sucker for like sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie. I wonder if even just yep. putting like pumpkin pie spice. You could do that too. Uh, actually, I, I don't know if there's sugar added to that or if it's no just idea. like the nutmeg or whatever. You could also oh just my do God, nutmeg pumpkin. and cinnamon. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Holy shit. 
Oh yeah, one. Well, fuck. Now I want to try a week three of right? just like that sweet potatoes. One with change. The... <laughs> that one change. Just boom, a whole new, a yeah. whole new palette. But the thing I like a uh, lot about it is that like. There's so many situations where we're so overstimulated by everything. Like you give a kid McDonald's, right? And you give them a, a small fry and a, a four piece McNugget meal. And then you try to yeah. have that compete against a banana or an apple. Oh, yeah. And it's not even close because of the salt content and the fat content and just all the fucking additives in the food. Like a kid's not going to do it because they're a bad kid they're going to do it because their body chemistry is fucked because they're going yeah that's basically crack in food form for me i want that right right and then you give right. them what apple juice which is 46 grams of sugar like <laughs> fucking oh they're so healthy they're drinking sugar apple water like yeah that's not no yeah. that's not what it is so it's so cool because with the potato diet especially with sweet potatoes because that's all you were tasting you had the full nuance of it. Like if you did a fruit diet for a week where you could only eat raw fruits, papaya, guava, mango, bananas, apples, oranges, mandarins, nectarines, watermelon, whatever whatever the fuck you want to eat, but it has to only be yeah. fruits. By Wednesday, if you started on a Sunday, I'm sure like a bowl of cherries is basically like like black cherry ice cream. It's just like, yeah. you know what I mean? Because <laughs> you don't have this overstimulus of anything else. You don't have like an Italian super sub to like neutralize your taste buds with heavy vinegar yeah. and shit like that. No, you're just eating full bodied fruits. Like biting into a watermelon yep. is just like, oh my gosh, what the fuck? I can't believe I'm going through this experience. <laughs> you know what I mean? This, this divine yep. experience as you, as you bite through a nectarine. Like pure unfiltered taste buds for that or vet, even a vegetable <laughs> diet even a, a cooked vegetable diet if you just ate broccoli and uh, broccolini and then kale and then swiss char and then iceberg lettuce and then uh celery and then you had carrots and and whatever you want whatever you want turnips and parsley and beets whatever parsnips mm -hmm. fucking all any and you just did a, a week of veggies it'd be the same thing where it's just like wow yeah. this these parsnips are basically like you know like milk it's like yeah you'll be like oh this is insane to me right like this is holy shit but because we have so much going on just with all the food and that that we have on a mass production it, it just like bombards us with overstimulation right it's the same thing that people say right. about uh about like phones right about smartphones and about technology in general it's just like tragedy is two clicks away from from you at all times because you could just find the worst thing happening to somebody on the planet on your cell phone and and two right. clicks right so it's it's the same thing of the overstimulus it's just it's with the food yeah. so there's yep. so many food documentaries on Netflix that go into that um that blow my mind away do you watch any of those or no mm. uh you know i haven't really been on netflix netflix a lot lately so still on Pokemon? I'm not really familiar with. Uh no, actually it's been a while. Oh shit, you fell it's off. What good... do you want to now? Well, what do you want to nowadays? Man, it's a lot of uh a lot of gaming, a lot of uh thinking about my future career and a lot of just YouTubing. Just watching a lot of YouTube videos, actually working on um I mean, literally, just like since yesterday, finally getting back into uh, 
working on my channel. Um, I was watching I your just, channel recently. Really? I don't know if you noticed. I don't know if you got email notifications, but yeah, I was watching. I, I actually TV. got one, uh, I think it was yesterday or today. Yeah, you left a comment on something. Because I, I, I remembered I told you to play Spaghetti and I didn't tell you anything about it. And I really wanted yeah, yeah. And then I remembered you played it with uh, with Becca. And I was like, yeah, yeah. oh, I want to watch that video. And I loved it because it was like, ah, we punched the spaghetti. <laughs> oh, look how it jiggles. And then it was like the slow realization when you were like, click the down arrow to hide. And Becca was Becca knew she was like, wait a minute. Is this a scary game? Is this a scary <laughs> game? And you're like, I don't I don't know. I don't know. Something to hide, I guess. I don't know. OK. And then it's like. Somebody touch on my spaghetti, and then it's, you started playing it, and you're just like you're just like slapping the fuck out of it, you're just like, and then it like yeah, no, it was very entertaining, very entertaining. So, um, yeah, no, I, I've been doing a lot of revising, so like I have a new intro to my videos now. Nice. Uh, it's a little, it's it's like ten seconds uh, shorter than the because uh, the other one was just way too long, and that's really as far as I've gone. I mean, I have some games scheduled that I'm going to start playing. Um, I'm trying to get a new series out, which if anyone here listens, you know, to the podcast, watches my channel, uh, be, be uh, on the lookout for that. How do, how, do they get, how do they get to your channel? Uh, so go to YouTube and you type in microscopics, but it's spelled weird, right? So it's M-I-K-R-O-S-C-O-P-I-X. Yes. Microscopics. And uh, yeah, you'll see my channel with my amazing 22, 23 subs. And uh, I hope it's entertaining enough <laughs> for you to subscribe. I was going to ask, I'm surprised with all this free time, you didn't start a Twitch stream, like a Twitch channel, and just started live streaming five hours a day. So it's something I'm considering. And it's also something I'm thinking about as far as moving my studio stuff to my apartment. Because my apartment has the better Wi-Fi than my current studio, Ooh, um, that would and help. it's funny because my my father was the one who was like, "Hey, I I watch your channel, by the way. Uh, why don't you start streaming?" I'm at first off, I was like, "My dad, my <laughs> my father watches what I do," uh, so I was like, "Whoa!" I had no idea. So that that was like already shocking, and then for him to suggest like, "Why don't you try out Twitch?" and so yeah. he kind of convinced me to start thinking about doing some live streams. You have so much time. You could you could yeah. be putting in full time hours into streaming, and yeah, maybe it ends up with nothing. But maybe it ended up with you getting like a <laughs> thousand subscriber following. Like, you know, a lot of it though, it's not as simple as just recording yourself. Like, and this is what I was trying to explain to him. Uh, you know, you have to have the you have to be in the mindset. Because I forced myself to record videos before, and the product turns out shitty. Yeah, and you can hear it in like I can hear it in my voice when I'm not enthused. Like I don't want to be here. I don't want to be recording right now. Um, yeah, it's a lifestyle. But I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm slowly getting myself mentally prepared for it, though. Like I said, I was you know working on some stuff yesterday, and I have some stuff scheduled to be coming up soon. So everyone, stay tuned for that. Um, but getting back to the weight loss thing, so you asked yes. what I'm down to, but I never mentioned how much I lost in the two weeks. Oh, tell, uh, tell, tell, tell us, tell us. So I'm down 15 pounds. Ooh. Now, I'm uh, I'm happy, but I'm also upset because I have not, I've not only have been telling myself, but I've been telling everyone, um, well, anybody that's 
ask me how I do it, I'm like, well, I tell myself never to see the number two in that triple digit number on the scale ever again. And unfortunately I did. I was at 210. Holy um, shit, yeah. Oh yeah, and I would. That was when I was like, "All right, I got to do something. I'm going to go to the gym." But the gym, you know, it was great the first week or so, and then I'm like plateauing. I'm like, "Jesus Christ, I get it. It might be muscle, you know, balancing out with water weight, you know, loss." So it's like, "Well, am I losing weight? Am I building muscle? What's going on?" But it messes with you, you know. Uh, there's that mental aspect where it's still worrisome. And, like you feel yeah. like you're not losing weight. But also don't so, forget, muscle weighs more than fat. Exactly, yeah. So and I remember you thing. telling me that. Um, so I was like, all right, I really need to just, if I'm going to go to the gym, I'm not going to then eat McDonald's <laughs> after, you know. Not that I was, but just like I need to change my lifestyle, I yes. need to go back to doing some sort of hardcore dieting, which is why I said, you know what, let me experiment with the the potato diet. And uh, holy shit, did that help. And actually, the gym is still going strong three days a week still. Oh, that's um, awesome. Yeah. And man, I am like so over potatoes, though. I don't know how that guy in the UK did it for a year straight. Nothing but not well, a single cheat day. Right, but don't forget, you know? that guy was on the verge of death. Very true. Right, like, Very he wasn't true. like, oh, I, I weigh, like, 220, I want to get down. It was like, his doctors were saying, you're going to die. Your body is failing. Yeah. Your weight's yeah. literally killing you, and there's nothing anybody can do except you. And he was like, all right, yep. I'm going to, I have to eat myself, to, I have to eat a way to stay alive. It is yep. eat right or die. Everybody, yeah. that's, ev first of all, that's everybody's world. It's just, it's more severe for others. And for this guy, it was the most severe you could get, right? Right? So, I could see if, if imagine if your back was against the wall and if it was, if you slip up, uh, you die. I bet you you mm. could go a year with eating potatoes. <laughs> if you had a doctor telling you, yeah, if you stop eating potatoes for this year, you're going to die. Like, yeah. you're, you're dead. There's like, please write your will for your child and your wife because you will be dead. That's how bad you are. You could yeah, probably I do it. it. A, I think you could do it. Oh, I mean, <laughs> even if I, yeah, exactly. Or like, look at, uh, oh God, what's his name? Uh, Kevin Smith. Oh yeah, his story. Same thing. He had a heart attack. The, what? What was it? The widow, widow maker. Widow maker. Is that the name of the heart? Yeah, that's the name I of mean, the heart he was, attack. He had. Yeah. He survived because he smoked pot earlier. Like, yes. other than that, he would have been, he wouldn't slowed, be here. Yeah, it slowed down his respiratory system or his uh, and I could, circulatory system. So, yeah, he was able to survive. Yes, yeah. Um, and just hearing his story, how in, I think, two weeks, he was down something like 30 pounds. He was also extremely other, unhealthy. Like, yeah. He was yeah. extremely unhealthy. Not to mention, he was also, um, I think he went vegetarian or vegan. As well. I think he still is. Oh, yeah. yeah. He 100% still is because his daughter is vegan yep. and he was always like making fun of her. And then he was like, I'll give this a shot. If it means yeah. I get to stick around for my family, I'm going to give anything I, I can a shot. And now, now mm -hmm. he, you see him and he's like perfectly healthy. Yeah. So, I yep. mean, I'm so curious. I imagine what it would be like if you worked out with me five days a week. <laughs> Ooh, five days. Um, <laughs> Five days, because well, you know how I work to... out. Because you've worked out with me before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So what I would have to do is go see a lawyer to get a will <laughs> for my family because after day three, I will be dead. No, so, no. You, I would never up. see five days a week. I would see three and I would be on respirators. <laughs> you, you held, you've held up with me. Dude, I ju- <laughs> my family and I went walking in a park uh, like a week or so ago, and I looked at a grassy hill and had like PTSD, <laughs> thinking like I used to run that a few times, and I remember almost vomiting. So yeah. <laughs> oh, you should, you should see my current garage gym setup now. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's a ninety-inch three-by-three steel gauge squat rack with a fat grip pull-up bar. I have a barbell. Oh, shit. I have two hundred and ten pounds worth of plates. I have dual 45-pound rubber dumbbells. I have a full incline-decline bench. I have a West Side Scout reverse hyper machine. I have... Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, we would get... It would get nasty. It would get, if you thought the last garage gym workouts were nasty. I got Olympic rings hooked up to the pull-up bar. Oh, it's nasty. <gasps> it's dirty. It's some dirty shit. Damn. It's dirty. Oh, it's so, so now are you- dirty. <laughs> it's- so are you doing new stuff then? Am I doing new stuff? What do you mean? Like new routines, like new exercise, Olympic rings. Like what are what are you doing that? Oh, it's I just Olymp- you do. Olympic rings are just much more versatile. You can do neutral grip pull ups. You can do TRX rows. You could do dips. You could do like chest flies, like cable fly style. You could do yeah, single yeah. arm rows. You can do pistol squats with assistance. You could do a whole bunch of stuff. A whole bunch of stuff. Okay. You could technically do decline push-ups on him if you wanted to, like, put him all the way down and put your feet up on the bench. Like, you could do a lot of stuff. Gotcha. You, you could do a lot of stuff. But um, I'm not doing anything crazy new. I, I'm doing a lot of primary moving. So I've been working a lot on refining and perfecting technique for the big lifts, bench press, deadlift, overhead press, and back squat. I've been doing a lot of work on making sure I'm pressing through the right parts of my feet. I'm I'm locked into the bar the right way. I'm braced properly in my core. I'm keeping my chest up at the right angle. I have the right lock in my back. Like I'm trying to do all these things properly because as somebody who's blown out their back twice now, um it's not a joke, you know? Like health is health is wealth, man. Like yeah. It's the one thing we have control over or it's the one thing we have the most control over and if you neglect it, it's hard to get it back. So for me, it's... Oh, I know that. Yeah, so I mean, no, no, nothing new. I mean, I've always done it at the gym, though. I've never worked out at home with that stuff because I never had this stuff. At home, I only had, like, the what, the sandbag, the mace? Yeah. That's really it. It's really it, but I'll tell you what. I mean, just when, back when we were working out, man, that seemed like that was enough. You could do so much. Oh, yeah, 100 so little. So I can only imagine like what's what Yo, you're you capable hate, of. You hated that sandbag for like three weeks, so much. <laughs> like I would pull it out, and you, you would just like deflate in front of me, just be like, "Ah, oh, fuck!" And <laughs> now stop, stop. Tell the audience how much it weighs. <laughs> it's like a hundred pounds plus. All right? It's not a, right. It's not a pouch of fairy dust. No, we're talking <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, and I would always be like, real easy workout. We're gonna pick it up. And then put it back down behind us. And then we're going to turn around. Like, yeah, that's it. We're going to yeah. pick it up and put it down behind us. That's it. That's it. That's all we're doing. And you'd be like, okay. And then you would do it. 
See, that's the thing. I have so many like horrible, horrible exercises that that like people who don't work out with me don't know. So like you, for example, you you ran into this all the time, and I would just say, "I have something fun for you today," or "I have a fun, yeah. I have a fun thing for us to do," and and it's just it's something you never would have thought of, yeah. or you didn't expect. I was just like, yeah, like remember we went to the park with the hills, like you were just talking about. I was like, all we need are just the ropes, and that's it. And you were like, that's it. And I was like, yeah, that's it, man. We'll be fine. Just watch. We'll be good. We'll be good. <laughs> and like we we just went to the bottom of the hill, and I was like, isn't this great? Mother Nature, like lush green grass, fresh air in our lungs, hills all around us. Yeah, now lay on your stomach. Yeah. What? Yeah, just lay down. We're just going to lay down now. (laughs) Yeah. Now we're just going to go to that tree, and that's it. Then we're just going to, we have to get to the tree as fast as we can. That's all we got to do. We're just going to come back. (laughs) Oh, dude, it was great. It was great. That was wonderful. Um, (laughs) The power of, uh, the power of a hill. Look how much we got done with just a hill. Yeah, you're not kidding. Uh, yeah, I hate sprinting up things. Uh, I'm actually mad. I will have to s- go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna say that. It, like, I do the treadmill. Uh, so I start and end with cardio when I go to the gym. So I start on the elliptical, and I do like a quarter mile, and then I end my workout doing three quarters on the treadmill. And I actually do incline all the way, which is like level. Uh, 15 or whatever and oh i believe God. that's well i do it because i'm like believe it or not that's what i thought of i was like the hills now yeah. i don't run on the treadmill i do right. power walk though that's good so i'm like all right well i can that's, at least build endurance at and, that incline i think that's all you can do i don't think many people can run on full incline that's not easy. oh no that's not an no. easy thing to do yeah so i mean i i i go for a while i go as far as i can anyways until i have to lower it but um, yeah, so I, I try to train myself for those steep inclines. Yeah, when I power walk. I mean, don't forget but. when when we were running those hills, a lot of it was on all, like a lot of it had periods where it's you're on all fours because it's so steep. Oh yeah. So like, oh yeah, you can't really. Yeah, this run wasn't it. like a forty five. What's it? yeah? I mean, we're talking like what seventy degree <laughs> it was incline. Steep. It was so yeah. steep. It was so steep. And the funny thing was, <laughs> it was like super steep, a moment of flatness, and then super super steep. It was just like yeah, yeah. yeah. It was rough. No, it was rough. No, that's good. Elliptical is great. It's it's like no impact. It's perfect. Yeah, I you know what I used to do uh, leg workouts. Like uh, I used to go on the calf machine and stuff. But um, why'd you stop? I realized. Well, I stopped because the elliptical uh, works out everything, depending on how tough how you you're it. moving your legs. Yes, depending on how far up, like um, how high you raise your knees. So. If you don't move your knees as much, now you're working your glutes, Mm -hmm. you know, whereas if you're like your glutes, your hamstrings, uh, but if you do like a full motion, now you're getting, uh, like other areas. So like there are times where every like minute I'm switching like the degree of how my legs are bending, you know? Um, yeah. So, um, and pretty much just to sum up my whole experience with this, so like the the two cheat meals I I did were both uh, dinners. So the first one, and again, shame, shame, but I'm an addict. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, Taco Bell, right? So, yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, you don't have to tell me. Uh, no. So it's just like, like I know it's. It's like still. It's like no. Why? But like, 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 I know. Like, I know. like I know it's tasty, right? But that after that, do you not feel like shit afterwards? Do you feel like you so, just? Do you feel like you just had farm to table, three star three diamond type dinner? <laughs> you do you feel the same? As you do when you have Taco Bell, like you don't like the after feeling isn't isn't like I just ate shit food. My body's going to shit a brick. Or do you feel like, man, if I had a farm to table three star three diamond dinner right now, I wouldn't know the difference because my body treats both equally the same. Because some people some people could do that. One of my friends can literally eat cookies and pop tarts and feel fine. He chases it with monsters and he feels fine. He feels yeah. so, so good. He's like, I don't need organic food. I don't need produce. I'm the same though. Are you? Yeah. Well, well, I will say with produce. Okay. Like I don't organic. That's a selling. That's a, that's a marketing thing. Yes. That's a marketing scheme. I don't give a shit that there's wax on my apple. I'm not gonna eat the skin anyways. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, I it doesn't. Skin, I eat the wax. I don't give a shit. I I, I eat. Who the, cares? You know I what? It's it. not enough to kill you. It's no, not it's enough not. to kill you, even if you eat an entire lifetime. But that's besides the point. So, um. So first off, to to cover a few of those points, right? Yeah. So I can relate to your friend. I can. You're talking to a guy who used to eat a can of frosting. That's how bad I was at one point. Oh, jeez! And you you felt fine. It was comforting. This you have to understand. No, no, not emotional. Though. Not also, emotional. Your stomach doesn't make noises. You have normal <laughs> shits. Nope. Like no, but you're also talking to somebody who hasn't, who was never slim his entire life we're talking 30 plus years of my body enduring poisonous foods yeah true okay that's a good point but let me tell you something i also don't get sick often either so i have a i have a i have a fucking shit brick house immune system (laughs) (laughs) because my body is used to it's so your body's so voided (laughs) it's like fallout four inside my body right now (laughs) yes Uh, (laughs) yes exactly but the it, it's like yeah so that's the thing i'm sure your friend is probably the same then he there's so many years of ingesting no no shit i mean that your body just becomes accustomed to it. i mean he i mean he was a soccer player so he was he's thin so he was active but yeah. he was always he was running what like 20 miles a week easy like <laughs> like for so his body was for what <laughs> like utilizing all of, the- for all of middle school and high school yeah no yeah. so that's what like that's eight years of running at least 20 miles a week or whatever for his practices and games so yeah his body's yeah. used to burning shit his body's used to burning so that, calories so for yeah. him yeah. it was more like i my body's used to fuel because my body's and he gotcha. still works out that's the thing he he works out a lot so he's still active he's still he doesn't oh, run he doesn't do cardio but now he lifts heavy now he try, he, he wants to get like big so but yeah, yeah he's never stopped being active yeah well i i feel like even if you grew up healthy or active or something your entire life and you decided to take the next five years off and just eat shit you're i I still have this theory that your body is so programmed though like because you i mean i'm sure his metabolism is off the charts amazing you know whereas mine is shit you know yes his metabolism is off the chart yes yeah but i mean as far as like the way i feel after so i don't feel bad i actually felt worse when i was eating fast food on a daily basis spending over 600 dollars a month on the shit 
Oh, um, oh yeah. Th- this is now we're talking 240 pounds, Mike. That was the um, that was the low point, Mike. This is literally. I mean, you can ask my wife. Almost every day or every other day, I I'm pretty sure I was like borderline diabetic. I mean, oh I God. was starting just sitting on the couch watching TV. I would just, I was about to pass out. I would literally stumble to the kitchen, eat like a half jar of peanut butter, drink, I don't know how much milk, shove my, yeah, because my blood sugar was low and I would then have to go lay in the bed. I'm sweating. I got the cold sweats. Is that when you started working out with me or is that when you started fasting? That's, that's when I needed help. And, th- but that's when I started, um, uh, that's when I first started doing keto Ah, and that's okay. when I needed help from you and right. I had contacted you. Right. Um, so actually, if anything, that's when I felt unhealthy and started <laughs> noticing symptoms yeah. was when I was eating that stuff every single day, sometimes yeah. twice a day. Yeah. So no, but like, so to go, get back to the, you know, how do I feel after? Well, I had nothing but potatoes, dude. <laughs> so you're asking, oh, but the taste. It tasted like a fucking five-star dish. This is the amazing thing with a potato diet is it cleanses your palate. Oh, yeah. Like I said. That's a good point. So even a sweet potato, I like I said, it was like having birthday cake. Right. That's how s- the sweet, like I can't even, I mean, to anybody who just na- in general eats healthy, you r- truly don't understand like have, going from... Idaho potato, and then you're like, you know what? I'm gonna have a sweet potato today. Is literally that? That's like a cheat day. That's like I feel bad eating the sweet potato. Like that's how good it tasted. Um, it was like a guilty pleasure. You're, s- and then I just did. First of all, let's acknowledge the fact that you just said you were 240 at some point in the past year, right? Or no, 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 no. no not the past year. This but- is uh. This is years. Oh, years ago, years right, ago. right, because this is when you. Okay, so at one point you weighed two forty, and now you weigh one ninety five. So let's first acknowledge the fact that you dropped what, like, fifty pounds. Yeah, and it's like so. My lowest has always been one ninety. Anytime I've because I fluctuate in weight, but it seems like the lowest I've ever gotten down to was one ninety. Um, I think I really do think if you gave me. Three to four, two to four months of working out with me five days a week, you could break 190. <laughs> well, I hope so. Oh, I mean, I I'm think, only five pounds from that. Oh, I think, I think, <laughs> I think you could. No, I mean, I think you could significantly break 190. I think you could break. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You could. I would, I would, I mean, I would like to be. I say it now, but I don't know how I'm going to feel. But I would <laughs> like to see how I am in the 160s. That's I don't know goal. if I can get you to 160. I because I wouldn't control your diet. I, I would tell you to please eat healthy, but yeah, that would, I would be, love to be in the 160. That would mean you would do spin class with me every week. That means you would do yoga class with me every week. That would mean you're doing I consider benching, doing yoga, deadlifting, overhead pressing, squatting. It means you would be. I I burn around a thousand calories playing hockey once a week, so we'd have to find a way for you to burn a thousand calories in 80 minutes. So. Mm. It would be brutal, but now you're saying find a way or you're gonna do it. No, it, 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 there's no way because and this is what this was. This leads to my second point. You're such a weird fucking person. 
You have so much mental strength and discipline. You're the only person I know out of every circle I'm in and I've been through in my life, whether it's working in hospitality, food and beverage, retail, fucking uh, technology, sports, broadcasting, like everywhere I've worked, um, mm-hmm. a, a college circle, high school circle, a uh, gr- group of friends that are from fitness, CrossFit, um, gamers, nerds, programmers, uh, hunters, uh, martial artists, hockey players, <laughs> my entire fucking life. You're the only guy I know who can do this. Like, nobody else would be like, I'm going hardcore keto just like this. Boom. Hey, I'm just going to eat nothing but white potatoes for a week. Boom. Hey, I'm just going to eat nothing but but sweet potatoes for a week. Boom. Hey, I'm just going to do like a water fast. Boom. Hey, I'm just going to do a liquid diet for a few (laughs) weeks. Boom. Like, that's really fucking hard. And that's the thing I don't understand. Because everywhere you go, everybody you ask, every community with fitness you go to, they all acknowledge the same principle that's universally known. And that is the diet is the harder part of fitness. Because with a diet, you're literally fighting brain chemistry. You're literally Mm -hmm. fighting nature versus nurture. It's not like putting in work. You can put in work in a gym. You can put in, you can just be like being a, you could just be a landscaper and you could just get fucking yoked because you're doing wheelbarrow wheelbarrow carries of a hundred pounds of mulch all day. Like you can just get yoked from like a manual labor job. Like the physical work or physical aspect of fitness of working out or being active and moving, just walking around all day. You could be a, you could work for the post office and just walk your route and you could walk 20 miles a day and boom, you're fine. Like, yeah, that's the easy part for everybody. And that's usually acknowledged because that's just the, the, action of movement the action of play right like kids kids are a great example right like you have a kid so you know this probably better than i do kids jump run skip they bounce they're malleable they hang they swing they they move they just fucking move where they're not Mm -hmm. sedentary like adults who sit and drive sit at a desk they they sit at home on the couch. They sit at home in front of a desk, in front of a uh, front of a laptop screen, um, like like we're doing right now. Kids kind of do that, but the majority of what a kid will do is that a kid will just be doing things. They'll crouch. They'll kneel. They'll crawl on yeah. four limbs. They they move. The the very essence of their their life and their lifestyle brings to them movement. Brings to them just this energy of I'm in motion. Compared to adults, the complete opposite, which is I am not in motion and I have to mm-hmm. get myself into motion, which is very, very different, um, which is why movement coaching, I think, is so vital for older people. Like we saw that with Conor McGregor, right? The whole the whole Nate Diaz touch butt in the park comment, right? That mm. that whole movement coach thing, you know, Portal, like it does it like relate itself to increasing fighting ability that i have no idea but as far as what i think of what it does to improving quality of life i think it does because i think the majority of adults i'm willing to say 70 to 80 percent plus of adults do not move the way that we used to as kids right in ito portal In just in just the movement like uh, culture and community, I really I really like the idea of what I, I of what they're doing of just I mean I'm not gonna say what they claim they accomplish with their practice is 100 percent scientifically proven, but I think the idea of that lifestyle is 
so important. Hang from hang from something every once in a while. Swing. Like sit on a swing or play on a playground. Like like something like that is so vital for for just who we are as creatures, right? Like that's why they always say like we need to see yeah. nature. We need to see green. That's why they plant trees in cities. Like we're, we're animals at the end of the day. And that's why you're crazy to me because you're like, yeah, man, like I just like, you know, I got tired of working out. So I, like I stopped. So instead I just started just doing a liquid diet for a month. And it's like, what? You did the harder thing. Like it would have been easier if you just kept working out like twice a week. Like that's the easy thing. You just have to commit like <laughs> 45 minutes twice a week to do something and then you're done with it like you're doing the harder thing you're doing the seven day 24 hour thing you're doing the the hard painful thing and then it's like wait a minute if you could do that then you could definitely do the physical thing like that's the easy part now now it's just i just gotta do this thing for 30 to 30 to 60 minutes like that's the easy part that's the easy part. Like you're so fucking weird to me, man. Like I just don't understand <laughs> because you do this. You do this. I, we've done this this podcast for a while. I've known you for years and years and years, and you just have this weird thing about it where it's like, yeah, man. Like I can't stop eating Taco Bell. So I had it this one time in a month, um, and I just ate potatoes the rest of the the month. It's like, oh, okay, cool. How's the fitness going? Yeah, you know, like I'm hitting a plateau. It's like you're hitting a plateau. What are you talking about? Like that's the you just up the number the the two five you make a three zero like just just pull out the pin and put it down a peg like there you go yeah yeah just keep going like unless you're hitting full stack on every on calf raises and hamstring curls and and the bicep (laughs) machines and like the ab twisters whatever the fuck you're doing the bench the fly machines unless you're maxing out each one which i highly doubt you are because that's like arnold schwarzenegger roid level shit to be doing those things yeah the rock doesn't do that like <laughs> then you're then like what are you talking about you're doing the hard thing you're telling me about the hard thing the taco bell yeah. once for one meal is fine that's normal so like have you seen the rock our- meal that he has every week <laughs> it's like five pounds of pancakes half a bottle of maple syrup <laughs> like are you kidding me like like oh my god like like <laughs> Like, yeah, yeah. Like, so you're just a weird fucking thing, man. You're just a weird situation. It's just like, I feel like with the discipline and the mental strength you have, you could be doing like whatever the fuck you want. It's that's the weird thing. It's like you run into this weird block where like it's a car, and you you you, you have eight gears, but you won't shift out of like two or three. You're like, nah, like I'm in two and two's fine, and like ah uh, three would be that's, but three's all the way over there. I'll just stay in two. It's like, but you can go to eight. Like, you have eight gears. Like, I know you have eight gears. Because when it comes to the to the diet side, you're in gear seven. So, like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Fucking weirdo. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. No, no. Actually, I, I do want to circle around, though, because I love it when you go on your your tangents i do like and i think rants. our audience does too yeah it's not even anger it's like you know it's just passion there's passion <laughs> to your rant. um so no i didn't feel like shit after eating taco bell okay however wait wait wait, wait. tell me uh, what that first bite was like after weeks of potatoes tell uh, me about that dude. first did you moan dude. did you moan did you close your you closed uh, your eyes didn't you you fucking closed your like, eyes I was like, ooh, was Gordon Ramsay at the kitchen oh, tonight? Oh, boy. <laughs> Jesus. Um, 
So I did experience something though. Okay. Negative. Negative. Okay. I didn't go to I didn't go to bed until five o'clock in the morning. Jesus. Because Christ. when did you eat this? Uh like seven something. <laughs> the night so here's what I learned is that that food kept me wired. Yeah. And I literally wasn't tired. I actually forced myself to go to bed at five o'clock in the morning because I saw and I'll never forget, I watched all three Jurassic Park movies. They were all playing on TV. I stayed up. Uh, I, mean, I watched the, well, I say all three. I meant the first three, excuse me. The first three Jurassic Park movies, they were on TV. And I was like, cool, the third movie's done. I'm just going to try to go to bed. It's five o'clock in the morning. I'm still wired. This was after eating Taco Bell. Every other night I've had just potatoes, slept like a fucking baby. So, Your body ran clean, man. Your body was running clean. My second cheat meal, okay, which was uh, uh, actually last night. Okay, my wife's like, you know what? I I'm gonna go to the store, get mac and cheese for myself, get something for uh, our daughter, and then uh, she's like, well, what do you? Are you gonna eat anything tonight or have it? I'm like, you know, I really don't know what I'm in the mood for. She's like, you know what? I'm gonna grab mac and cheese for the both of us. Oh, cool! All right, mac and cheese. What kind of mac and cheese? Velveeta, actually, Kraft, I'm, Annie's. Uh, so I'm, I'm glad you asked. Yes, it was Velveeta, which okay. is the best worst mac and cheese out there. It's better than Kraft. Um, it's better than the Kraft. It's it's better than Kraft. Absolutely. Yeah. It's just absolutely. It's the creamiest. I feel so, the creamiest of the cheeses. Yeah. See now, not see your your words right now are like drugs. Oh, going Jesus, into I'm my sorry. ears. The, it's like food porn. You know what I mean? <laughs> um. Because it, in fact, I had two helpings of it because of that. I was like, oh my God, I forgot how amazing Velveeta was. I'm going to have a second bowl. Yeah. Um, again, couldn't sleep. Could yes. not sleep. Um, eventually, I did fall asleep because my wife woke up at some point to use the bathroom and saw me on the couch. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I had issues okay. sleeping. Okay, question. I remember you brought What's this up? up at some point. You brought up the carnivore diet at some point. Uh, probably. I don't know if you ever did it, but I remember you said you brought it up and you were saying, I would th- I'm thinking about it. I, 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 yeah, I've never done it, but I've considered it. I think it's time. Try it out. I think it's time. I remember I heard, I think it was Rogan who did it, and he said he lost like 14 pounds. Yeah. Or something. He like he shit like sewage, but he said he felt so good. Surprisingly, running off of that, uh, one of my yeah. friends did it for a week, and I was like, "How was it?" And he was, and he said, "It's weird, and you kind of get tired of it because it's just you. All you eat is meat." But he was saying, "But I actually felt fine." He was like, "I was running." He lost, I think, four pounds in one week. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. Um. So. I wonder because I wonder now if you have something going on just inside. Like there's like I know. Oh, it's got to be something. I I I was talking to yeah. my wife about this. Not to interrupt you. No, no, like, interrupt. Yeah, I'm like I don't know. Is it like a thyroid thing? Is it is it something? I don't know if that's what you meant, like health wise or a mental thing inside. No, of no, me. no. I don't think it's. Uh, that's but, my point. I don't think it's mental. I like some people's bodies just run differently. That's just how it is. 
Oh, like, yeah. George St. Pierre was just on Joe Rogan's podcast, and I'm listening to it now because I love... As we, oh, I, we, I listen to it. It's good. Yeah, we both love yeah. GSP. And he, GSP even yep. says, like, he did the three-day water... He, do, he does water fast now. Like, I think he said four times a year, he does three-day water fast, where he does nothing but water for three days. And he feels great, but he said... But because everybody is so unique when it comes to their diet, I cannot, on a public platform, recommend water fast because everybody is just so different. He was saying, I I can't just, there is no right thing for everybody. So I can't, I can't say it. Um, You've tried a lot of, a lot of different trends and a lot of different fads and you haven't touched the carnivore diet. And I'm very curious if you feel the best on that. So I was going to ask you, because you, you were saying I'm getting tired of potatoes, which I don't blame you, but what would be next? Because the way it worked with, um, what's his name? The guy we were just talking about who did the potato diet. Um, uh, Kevin Smith? Yes. With, the, the guy from the UK? No, Kevin Smith. Uh, Kevin Smith said he did the potato diet, I think it was for a month. I think he said he did. To get his, yeah. he did until his blood work was normal. And his doctors yeah. were like, this is insane. We need to take you off your medicine because you don't need it based on your blood work. Uh, yeah. So we need to take you off the medicine to make sure you're okay. So he did a month of the potato fast to cleanse his body of just the years and years and years of, of hardship he put on it. And then he, yeah. sl- he, I believe he said he slowly started integrating vegetables. Mm-hmm. So he just started with like, I don't know, like, like spinach and potatoes, and yeah, and or then like and then like kale. It was like it was like a slow thing, yeah. very slow. He was like, I did leafy greens first, so I did like spinach, kale, lettuce, uh, cabbage. I just did leafy greens, and then I added roots, like more roots, like beets and parsnips and stuff like that, and turnips, and then I added like you know blah blah blahs, and then I kept adding this, and eventually I got to a point where I could start having just full on meals again. But it was all stuff that I, A, knew my body was okay with, and B, it was stuff that I slowly integrated back in. And he was doing it on, I think it was like a bi-weekly basis. So he would do nothing but leafy greens and potatoes for two weeks. And then the next two weeks, he did nothing but um, leafy greens, potatoes, and like root vegetables. And then he did, uh, after those two weeks, he did those three things on top of like fruits. And then after those things, then he did those things with like whatever. Um, granted, you're not going vegan, so you could do it with with like fish and chicken or poultry and you know what I mean? Like you can do whatever the fuck you want. Um, yeah. If you even want to do that, because the weirdest thing, and this is the one, this is the biggest weakness, the biggest hole in the armor that I've noticed you go through. And that is you, you can do these things, but none of them are the fun, convenient option to do. Like you um, have like, like, like you have the ability you have, again, the discipline and the mental strength to run a marathon every fucking day. I don't doubt that. That doesn't mean it's sustainable. <laughs> Nor does that mean right. that's what you should be doing. You should not be redlining yourself every day. So, like, to bring it back to a diet, like, I could, I actually could believe that if you said I'm going to do the potato diet for a year, I would say, Jesus Christ, check with a doctor first. But I think you could do it because you're the f- fucking circus act that could do these things so i believe that however is that really the convenient fun way that you want to do it no right like there's got to be a medium there's got to be a medium where 
you're satisfied with what you're eating and what you're eating is helping you. There's got to be a medium for that is my point. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know what it is. I've tried with you for a while now, especially when we were working out like weekly and I was just, I ran out of ideas. I was like, I don't fucking know. Like you're cause it's yeah. your body's so weird with, with food. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, um, to answer one of those points you brought up, I was actually going to start doing liquid again next week. Um, I actually just bought uh, two 12 packs of protein shakes, um, big box of K cups because I I, uh, I stretch it out with coffee. Um, so I have caramel and vanilla shakes, bunch of coffee. Um, I actually just had one for dinner. Uh, you see, I was gonna say you should start doing all all loose vegetables. Hmm. And you should have. Uh, no, you should not have protein at night. You should have You should have protein in the morning, the protein shake in the morning, or the coffee and protein shake, whatever the hell you do. You should have that stuff in the morning, and then the rest of the day should be just potatoes and vegetables. That's what I think you should do. Yeah. Yeah. Because then you get the best of both worlds. Yep. And then you're hitting a full macro profile. That's what I would say. Or you just fucking you flip the table and you just do the carnivore diet. So that was my other thing too. A lot of times with these diets, to be honest, the most successful one um, since I went hardcore back in my 240 days was keto. You know, just the fact that and I want to say I was on it for like a year. Um, but a, a lot of times what it comes down to is uh, costs. So even the carnivore diet, I mean, meat it's is expensive. still going up. It, oh, yeah. It's yeah. expensive. It's expensive. Um, you know, I I just, that's something I have to take into consideration. Like, even if I did it for just a week, it's like, all right, but what am I eating for the week? I could just buy a package of chicken breast, but I already know I'm going to want to change it up. I don't want just chicken breast. I'm going to want steaks. I'm going to want, you know, some sort of fish. Costco, you know, baby. And Costco, baby. That's true. Costco's, that's very true. Costco's the um, best place to buy this stuff. Yeah. And honestly, I have, I actually, again, I've, I've, I'm still considering it. I have no issues with, um, doing a carnivore diet. And if anything, I'll probably prefer it only because I was always that kid growing up too, where I've always, I've had the protein compared to the sides. I always went for whatever the main thing was on the dinner plate. Um, so I could definitely handle it. Not to mention as far as like the fat resource goes, I actually do most of my cooking with butter, butter only. Oh, I don't okay. use oils. I don't use any oils because okay. in my head, I'm like, well, every type of oil is refined. Oh, but it's coconut oil. It's organic. Yeah, but how much of that are you supposed to? It's right. like olive oil, right. right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I was really thinking about this. When you eat a recommended serving of olives, how much olive oil do you think is in that serving of olives? Yet there's people putting tablespoons of it in yep. their salads and it's like i mean how many olives worth of olive oil is that so i'm like butter it's straight from the ant it's straight from the source you know you kind of whip it up the yep. cream up a bit and it turns into butter like it, it doesn't get any better than that I, it, so i i actually cook a lot more with butter um i actually noticed the difference that the way i feel just from that that change um because I was using coconut oil a lot, especially when cooking rice, um, just so it doesn't stick. But yeah, yeah, I butter, man. I just 
something about butter. You know what else you could do? And this is something you'd have to save up for because it's, I think it's like 200 bucks. It's not cheap. But what okay. it is, is there's a blood test you can do. And the blood okay. test does a full genetic profile. And what it does is that it will tell you what your body runs best off of for food and what it runs uh, bad off of for food. It tells you what your body excels at for fitness versus what it's... So are, do you have greater isometric strength genetically or do you have better eccentric... Uh, uh, no, not eccentric, uh, plyometric, like explosive energy style movements? Mm. Like what is your body optimized for? Um, there's actually some places in our state that do it because I remember I saw one at like a health fair and I asked them if they read, cause this is the big problem with the mail-in ones with like the big internet ones, internet name ones. Mm. They, I believe have the ability to retain your results and your like profile. The local ones that I found in the state, they say like, no, we actually destroy your stuff afterwards. We retain no oh, genetic material or any kind of record of it for you. Okay. So your 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 shit remains yours it's private gotcha which okay. i love because that's me so like don't don't fucking take my shit so yeah i would be curious what they found with you yeah i'm kind of curious too really curious i'm curious but i'm also nervous you know <laughs> nervous why yeah i you know i mean i i mean will these tests also tell you like hey by the way uh you have like stage four cancer i don't know if you're aware of that no 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 uh, no, no okay no. all right no 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 it doesn't go that far <laughs> i think by um, the way unless you want to lose your foot in two weeks you better start eating more broccoli mm-hmm. you know like i don't want the test to say something like that no the test is, I, the test is more just like hey this is your genetic profile this is like your blood oxygen level or something here's uh, based off of your DNA profile, this is what your body runs. Your body is more carb adaptive than fat adaptive, or in your case, your okay. body is more fat adaptive than carb adaptive, probably. Um, this and this and this, like, yeah, it, it would tell all those things. Okay. In yeah, theory, you'll have to. In theory, that's what they do. Who knows? Who the fuck knows? Could all be lies. Could all be fake news and magic. We don't know. I like how this episode was all about fitness and health and diet and not about the fact that uh, we have a Ben Askren boxing match tomorrow. Tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, so what are your thoughts about that? Like, do you do you have any predictions or oh, <laughs> here we go? <laughs> all right. I'll give you my opinion first. Please. I need it. I need it. It's so hard. Um, I think this is okay, okay. First, here's a question. Do you think okay. this fight's harder to predict than I? You know what it is. Never mind. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so here's the here's the problem: is you have again an MMA person going up against a boxer in a boxing match. Um, so I'm sure there's going to be a lot of scenarios where Ben is going to naturally want to grab a hold of Jake. Yep. Um, but in the same sense, I feel like there's going to be some sort of psychological warfare going on, or or maybe that's a way to tire out Jake. I feel like Ben, it might be, um, uh, might do that to tire Jake out. 
he might want they might clench a few times and i think that's to tire him out so, maybe see how right, he does right. so so here's something i've i i hmm. so i've seen um it's it's uh it's logan right no it's jake he's fighting jake yeah yeah the younger brother yeah i've seen jake fight nate robinson so I've seen him box before, and he gasses out. Not because he's, you know, out of shape. Not because he didn't train hard. He gassed out because he doesn't have the physical control that you do in a fight when you... Like, you and I both know this, controlling your breathing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, remaining calm. Like, uh, especially when it comes to grappling, right? Like, it's always about maintaining your composure, especially with your breath, it's something he doesn't have, so he relies on his physicality of his size and his youth to power him through. But yeah, gassing out and getting tired against inexperienced non-fighters versus fighting a NCAA slash Olympic slash professional MMA fighter is very different. This is not Floyd Mayweather versus Conor McGregor or where even then, even then you have you had a cream of the crop fighter in Conor McGregor and MMA still get schooled in cardio management by Floyd Mayweather. Where Conor mm-hmm. gassed himself out and Floyd knew he would. And Floyd let him yeah. throw everything he had until I think it was round 3-4 and then he was like, "Okay, I'm going to start getting into it now because now he's tired." Yeah. Ben Askren has that composure, right? Ben Askren has faced monsters in all of his life. Think about that. Think about how much competition and physical competition he's had to go through for his cardio, for his cardio management, for distance. I think... (laughs) I definitely think he's going to get hit hit pretty good. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if you saw the weigh-in today. You cannot dispute the size difference. Like... Jake, oh, for sure. Jake is fucking huge. Yeah. And he's got legit power. He's going to hurt Askren. He's going to hit him. The thing is, does that mean he wins? Mm. And I don't know if he does. I think Ben Askren has the athleticism of, of a, because of being a professional uh, combat athlete, combat sports athlete mm-hmm. for so many years, he knows how to manage himself. <clears throat> I think the only problem is, are we going to see a Chuck Liddell appearance? Right, like, uh, is he gonna come out like Chuck Liddell did? <laughs> ooh, yeah. Well, I mean, I guess the fortunate thing is, uh, actually, he's not retired, is he? Yep. He's just with a different company. Oh, oh, he is retired. Ben's retired. Ben I don't retired know why- and got a hip got hip surgery. Oh, gotcha. Okay, I I don't know why I had it in my head that he went with another company. Um, so. I guess the good thing is he hasn't been out of the game that long. I think it's, Whereas I think it's been two Chuck years. Liddell literally had no reason. That's a good point. To you know, and I mean, when I saw him walk out, um, I don't know if it was after <laughs> the final weigh in or something. The dude looked like he had full body arthritis. <laughs> don't get me wrong; he looked shredded. I was like, "Wow, I'm actually shocked." He looked more shredded. Then, then he did in his prime. I don't know what it is, uh, but I was like, "Damn, you could actually see this dude's abs." Supplements, like, 
Oh, oh, without a doubt. Well, he just, he looked leaner, though. You know what I mean? He didn't look jacked. Right. I mean, he looked thick in his prime. I'll, I'll put it that way. He was healthy, but he looked thicker. True. It seemed like, and I get it, it's age, but yeah. he just looked sickly, although he looked shredded, but he the way he walks, and I was like, God damn, God damn it, Chuck. The fuck? Anyways, <laughs> what the fuck, Chuck? Uh, yeah, That's so what I was asking I, I myself. Mean, so for, well, okay, so you answer it. Who wins? All right, so um, I'm going to have to go with Ben, but it's definitely going to be by, like, uh, stoppage or uh, decision. Um, what? Is, is Ben known for his knockout power? No. Because I... No, absolutely But here's not. the thing. I don't, besides the Jorge Masvidal situation, when was he actually ever knocked out? He wasn't. Right. And I mean, look at the match with Robbie Lawler. He got fucked up. Yeah, he got fucked up and still won that that match. Um, so I agree. I think Jake is going to get his hits in. I think Ben is going to get fucked up. Um, I don't see him losing though. I don't. I, I also don't see him knocking Jake out. I see him tiring him out, and I see him maybe prolonging it. He might, um, he might sense or see when Jake starts getting a little fatigued. It might throw in some shots here and there, some combos, but I don't see him knocking out Jake. I don't see him not. He, I mean, Ben Askren's calling it, calling a seventh seventh round TKO victory. This is an eight round okay. fight, I believe. I believe it's eight rounds. Okay. So he's claiming a seventh round TKO win. All right. So he is. Assuming they're they're gonna go the distance, I think he okay. knows that he can handle the striking attacks of. Mm. So here's another thing: don't forget, Ben Askren's used to four ounce gloves hitting him in the head. Right. Yeah. I, I think it's what twelve ounce, ten ten ounce, twelve ounce gloves now. I they're, it's, oh it's in boxing. Than, I thought I thought they were sixteen. I thought they were one pound. Oh, I don't think they're sixteens. Are they sixteens? I forget. It's been a while. Anyways, I, I could be wrong. They're bigger they than four 16s. ounces. <laughs> yeah, they're a little pillowy. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see. I think he's. I think Ben's going to take it by decision. Well, no. Here's that's, the thing. That's my thought. I think if it goes decision, I think he might lose. I think it's going to be. It's going to go like this. Jake Paul's going to win the first three rounds. Okay. Easily easily win the first three rounds if not make it look like he's beating the fuck out of ben Askren. after that who knows what the hell's about to happen mm. i could see ben Askren in round six coming out and jake paul's like breathing heavy and ben Askren's coming out and he starts smiling <laughs> <laughs> i can see that easily i can easily yeah. see him just just smiling coming out of the corner just like okay all right oh <laughs> you're breathing you're breathing hard oh oh i'm sorry i forgot you don't know how to you've never actually been in a professional fight with a professional fighter. Like you've only fought am <laughs> he never even fought amateurs. He fought literal non-fighters. Nate Robinson was an NBA player. Right. He never fought he's never fought an actual fighter. Yeah. He's maybe sparred in his camp because he's a millionaire. He can afford to pay for fancy sparring partners. Is that the same yeah. as somebody trying to kill you though? I don't know. How hard is he sparring? Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. 
But again, I mean, like, I, I don't know the guy well enough. Like, that's why I was asking, how is this striking? Does he have any sort Who, of knockout ben? power? I mean, yeah. Ben? No, Ben's a wrestler. Yeah. Ben, Ben's, <laughs> the extent of Ben striking his entire career was, I'm just doing this so I can get close enough to touch you, and then you're going for a ride. And that's basically what happened all of his career. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm wondering how committed he was to the training then <coughs> leading up to this fight. I mean, GSP said it. He trained with Freddie Roach for a week. <clears throat> oh, shit. So here's the other thing, though. Keep in mind, he's got Duke Rufus, right? He's been... He comes out of Rufus Sport with the where the Pettis brothers are, right? So he's he's been around elite strikers for a while now. It's not like he's... Oh, no. Like, elite strikers. Oh, no. Like, he trains with Tyron Woodley. He's trained with Tyron Woodley for... A large portion of his career like yeah it's not like oh no somebody strong and powerful and quick is across the cage for me i don't know how i'm gonna handle this like that's that's why he's so unfazed by all of it because he's like i've i fought robbie lawler <laughs> like i'm sorry yeah. Jake paul you're not gonna scare me like robbie lawler, lawler with four ounce gloves is going to scare me <laughs> like yeah it's just not how yeah. it is and we're just talking about ufc we're never talking about one fc or or like any of his other fucking um accomplishments like he's stood across the cage and trained with with the best of the best in in mma so yeah it's really curious it's really curious i mean i i think the difference is and this is something that's on his side is that he is an elite athlete he's he's not good at striking he knows he's not good at striking he's admitted it he's like i'm really bad at striking that's why you chose me jake paul you chose me because I'm really bad at striking. Excuse me. So he knows it. I think I think the big key part of it is because he's such an athlete, a gifted athlete though, did he learn boxing in the three months that he had to build up for this? Mm. Which I don't think is too hard for him to learn. Like I agree. I but also just having that initial fight IQ, which Jake <coughs> only has like a percentage of yeah know. yeah pretty much so it should be interesting yeah so so who's your final say i'm still gonna ben i'm gonna Askren? stick with my i think he's gonna win but it's gonna be by like like you said either a, a tko situation or decision it's not gonna be anything spectacular i think jake paul by decision okay that's not what i want i I want ben Askren to win but i think so we both can agree then it's not gonna end with anything spectacular it's it's good they're gonna go the full distance i think so or try yeah i think jake paul gasses out before the fourth round i think he headhunts the first round he calms down a little bit in the second third he starts to get gassed Fourth, he's totally gassed. And then five, six, seven, Ben Askren starts pouring it on as, as he starts like, okay, cool. I think the first round is going to be a lot of Ben Askren just like being in defense and just like moving around and getting tagged a bunch. I think that's what it yeah. is. Or we're going to see some crazy shit like uh, Jake Paul comes out and knocks him out in the first round. <laughs> you know, I, well, I was kind of thinking when I asked you how often, like how many times did Ben get knocked out? Because it's like, well, holy shit. Jorge Masvidal just did it to him for the first time 
is this the sign of hey maybe he doesn't have a uh, a strong chin anymore yeah you know l- l- again chuck liddell yeah. as soon as it happened to him for the first time it's when his career just plummeted yeah so it, it, we can 100% start seeing that happen i don't yeah. know man like i really want you know what's weird i i i want to tune into this so bad you know, it's you know, it's the spectacle I, of it. I do and I don't only because it's a Paul brother. You know what I mean? But I don't, I don't want to about give them, them. I've never actually seen them on YouTube, so I don't even know what they're like on YouTube. They're one of those. Um, they pretty much. Uh, <laughs> it's like if your high school bully actually became more successful than you. How? Like the, that's how I would describe the Paul brothers. They they were the high school bullies that you would think, you know what? They're in the fu- they're not going to have a great future. Like I'm going to be better than them because of the way they're being now. It's like nope, they still won in the end, and they're and it's both of them. They're they create drama because they profit off of it. Um, they're the bad boys, you know. They uh, there's nothing really. There is no behind the scenes like oh, but they they go they do charity work and they help children out and it's no like whether they're on camera off camera, they're pieces of shit and unfortunately it it draws crowds and it gets attention and that's why they're famous. Who's their demographic of fans? Eight year olds, sixteen year olds, forty year olds. I would say I would say teens. Teens? Teens for sure. <laughs> yeah, like younger kids. I mean, they're only in their young, like early 20s. Yeah, they're Maybe young. Logan is in his mid 20s. Yeah, they're not like, they're not super old or anything, but yeah, I would say like kids, teenagers. I'm sending you his first round knockout. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just texted it to you. I feel like here's the thing. And here's the thing I want to know. I want everybody to know. That is, I firmly believe the Paul brothers interest and passion for boxing is genuine. I believe their dedication and their investment with their both money, time and bodies is again, 100% genuine. And I do think they have clear ability to be able to box. I think the the story of, oh, he's some YouTube kid who wants to box. Eh, yeah, I guess. Like, that's that's a simplified way to put it. But, like, he knows how to move. He knows how to throw. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like he just said, I'm going to just, you know, take a boxing class and then get into the ring. You can tell that he... He likes boxing. You can tell they like boxing. You can tell they they put in the effort to box. You can tell that they study boxing. You can tell that it's it's one hundred percent all genuine and it's all there. Yeah. So that's why I'm real curious about this fight. Because yeah, he's is has he fought a professional fighter before? No, but he sparred because he's put, bought them in camp. Has he? Is he physically prepared? Yeah. You know, he, I firmly believe he has the the top level training ability. Um, and training resources available to him. So I think he has. I think they have. Does he have the tempering of going through the fire and flames of professional fights? No, he doesn't. But 
you watch the like you're you're watching the video i sent you right like yeah yeah like you can see him moving like he knows how to box he knows how to move is it super top level i don't think so is it professional level not at all i don't think it's professional at all i think if you put him against you know a golden gloves champion in an actual fight i think he's going to get rocked especially somebody of equal size and length oh sure like he's getting definitely not terrible though he's not he's not that's why i say i think he can win this by he can win this um i think mainly by decision i but he does have power he's a big dude ben is a much smaller guy yeah much smaller but like i said he's got the bigger fight iq you know so i don't know and now uh, it's bothering me now i'm questioning like how strong that chin is of his like granted he still take a hit well here's the thing we've never seen jake paul get hit we've never seen him get rocked very true yeah i'm watching this fight and he's rocking the other guy he's got a good jab (laughs) it's very one side he's got a great step in jab with his reach he pulls back real well he throws good hooks he got he has good combos to the body he rips a hook and goes high with the hook he's 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 got good he's got a good base here keep in mind like he's he's moving pretty well man keep in mind he's he's doing work man he's doing work like (laughs) yeah i just watched it where they they stopped it yeah he caught the guy off card like i lost count I can't, I can't tell you how many times that the other guy he was uh, facing was stumbling. Yeah, but he was getting caught now. Now, don't forget, like, he was getting caught. Like, he's cut, right? Like, he's cut by this guy. Yeah. Like, he's cut by this guy. So, he got caught. And that was like an amateur boxer. Not even. And he was getting caught. And he's getting cut. So, if he's getting cut off of, the, like, those small things, he's not a Diaz brother. He doesn't have scar tissue built up. So, he doesn't have the tempering, I think, of 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 actually fighting right so mm. we'll see what happens we'll see what happens yeah. i think he's gonna win i think he's gonna win by decision <laughs> i guess we'll we'll see uh i'm not gonna watch it but i'll definitely look up the results you're not someday, gonna watch it no so. i told you man i'm not gonna I, I can't i just i cannot give him he's got way too much money as it is for being a piece of shit I just I cannot give him. Hey man, it sells another few bucks. I know it does, Clicks and that's views, why baby. other people are going to spend their money. Clicks and views. I'll hey, I'll just Google it for free. Okay, how about that, how about that, how about this? He wants to fight Conor McGregor. Remember that the call out video he did? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, speaking of what is what's going on with him and Dustin? I, I'm from what I'm to understand. There was some sort of miscommunication or something with the whole... Uh, so they agreed, uh, and then McGregor... I guess Dustin's team reached out to McGregor's team. Uh, I believe that's what it was. And then McGregor's team was like, okay, cool. Give us more details, and then we'll go ahead and send it over. And then it, About the foundation, right. Yes. And then it turns out that it's not even like... Um, I, I don't know what the process is to become an official... Uh, like charity organization or whatever with the steps you have to go through, but apparently it wasn't official. Correct. And like your treasurer is your wife. So it's like, it's kind of 
on both of them, right? I mean, right. So Connor said, "Hey, I, I will. I always, I always donate to charity when I say I do. When we have verified and right. authorized where that money goes and how it's used." And he's, and then that's when I sent you that whole thing about how Poirier's Good Fight Foundation is not rated by any major charity watch and has his wife as treasurer. Unlike a typical reputable charity, it has no publicly available financial statements and no detailed breakdown of expenses. Um, it's not scored on Charity Navigator. It's, there's no results found on Charity Watch. And there's a, a profile needs more info notice on GuideStar. The charity's IRS form provides no details or breakdown on how its money is spent. The form just has two entries for expenses, $4,810 in office expenses and $178,210 in other expenses. The form provides no specifics on what these other expenses are. Mm. Um, the same form indicates that the charity has three officers, two of whom are Dustin and his wife, who is the treasurer of the charity. So there is no audited financial statements providing a detailed breakdown of actual expenses. Um, and even unaudited statements cannot be found. Publicly available audited financial statements are standard for a reputable charity. See, for example, the highly rated Malaria Foundation and Helen Keller International. Yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, what? here's what I don't like was how Dustin... I'm going to be honest, I because I, 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 I just said it's kind of both of them. It's kind of more Dustin. Because at least Connor and his team were like, all right, well, you know, thanks for kind of like reminding us to, you know, to pay up, whatever. But like, what what's, what we need info, right? I mean, what I didn't like was how Dustin reacted on social media about it. And which way and, and how he apologized or how he called out McGregor? No, no, no. Like when it first started, like it, the, the attack, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then Connor snapping back and then it, the, the, the apology thing was hilarious. It was just like, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I can't wait for, you know, what is it? July 10th yeah. or whatever. I don't know what the date it's like. Yeah. You know, can't wait for the trilogy fight. Like, yay. <laughs> and it's like, what? <laughs> so it's a little weird by him, right? It is weird, and you know what? I did see um, the official advertisement for the fight. Uh, I think it was Google. <coughs> I saw it. Um, so uh, apparently it's not off, even though Connor was like, nope, I'm finding someone else it's sold later. 20,000 yeah. plus people in Vegas had already sold out in July. Yeah, and the only thing I could think of at this point is like, my God, this awkward situation that could have been avoided. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, first off, the uh, yeah, the, the first fight ever, there was beef. This fight coming in, they were fucking arm in arm, like yep. hugging. It was buddies. incredible. Yeah. Even even when Connor lost, like just oh my god. And then what they were fighting for. It was like it doesn't get any better than this. And then this happens. The drama. Well, which was yeah, yeah. So the statement completely un unnecessary, right? The statement I said was actually a giant statement by the user ordinary lawyer um, who pointed all this out. Um, yeah, and as ordinary lawyer says, um, 
being unrated and unprofiled by these organizations doesn't necessarily mean anything sinister. However, at the very least, this indicates a lack of substantial and verifiable track records. What is even more concerning is the fact that the charity has not disclosed or posted any financial information to these sites, which it could do regardless of how new your company is. None of this indicates any wrongdoing by Dustin, of course. However, it does raise red flags, especially the lack of independent oversight in the charity's board. If a client were to ask me, based on these documents, whether I could recommend the charity for a $500,000 donation, I could not ethically do so. And that's, that's my point of, ooh... So, if this goes bad blood now, Connor's got a lot of ammo if he wants to start attacking about like. So let's hear. Let's hear more about your foundation. Yeah. What have you spent that you money know, on? But it, yeah, what? that that is true. He's got <laughs> Dustin. Really, yeah, he he's fucked when it comes to that. But like, and that's the thing. Like everybody knows. Obviously, Dustin is. Everyone's well aware he does charity work. You know, it's nothing. That right. it, yes, it's true. Charity. We don't know where the money goes to. Right. We all assume he is using it for good, though. Right. But like but, Connor. But what if he was going to take Connor's five hundred thousand, keep two fifty of it, and then put the other two fifty to charity? That would that would be very devastating. Not only for who the money was supposed to go towards, but then you're cheating the people that. Uh, well, first off, that it's a slap in Connor's face as well. Um, but also again to where that money was supposed to go towards. So now all the people that needed it aren't getting it. So here's uh, the, so so wait. So here's the thing that I love the most about this situation. Do we now have a motivated and angry Conor McGregor coming in for the trilogy fight, coming in for his rematch of his rematch, the rematch of his loss? Fucking lutely, absolutely. What kind because of psycho Conor McGregor do we see now? <laughs> right like like does he i kind of right? want to like, i kind of want to uh i want him to have this persona of him being enraged but still being humble and he only shows the rage when they're in the octagon i want to actually i actually want to see that i want to see him keep his composure because then i want him to uh fuck up dustin psychologically like, all right, I guess we're cool or something, you know? Uh, I, did, I just remember the f- the focus he had in the rematch against Diaz. He moved, I think it was to Vegas, right? He moved to like Vegas. He rented a house for like two months. He built a gym out there. He trained a specific game plan to beat him. And then he, you know what I mean? Like, like he was, yeah. he did not smile walking into the octagon. Like he was super, yeah, he was stone cold killer. I am intent and built for focus on one yeah. mission only. And I wonder if this is what it just took for him mm. to, because he probably was just sitting there being like, all right, well, hey, when they want us to send the money, they can verify where it's going for us and we can send them the money. And then out of nowhere, it publicly came out. It publicly got, publicly got put out there. Then he was, that's what I, I showed you uh, Connor's response, which is, you fucking twat. Like, he yep. was not happy. He, he was like, get fucked, you kid. Like, you, you, I forget what he said. Something about how he's a, he like rolls in the mud or something because he's like a Louisiana boy or some shit. I don't know. He, he, he. <laughs> He was, he was, he seemed pretty flamed up. 
Yeah. Well, like I said, I and then it's just amazing how the next thing from Dustin is this like Disney rated apology, like, hey, sorry about that. Can't wait for July tenth. <laughs> Trilogy. You know, like <sighs> Oh yeah. You're ripped, you inbred hillbilly. Why do you wink with your ears? <laughs> You fucking brain-dead hillbilly. 500k with no plan in place. Ye hang tight, fool. You must be new to money. The fight is off, by the way. I'm going to fight someone else on the 10th. Go look in your old contract, kid. So. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, so he, uh... Yeah. I guess all I can say is, rather than think of the fight, let's think of the press conferences leading up to the fight. Because oh, I just want to be because oh, that's uh, I I want the, you know a part of me is like oh come on guys all right it was a misunderstanding let's just you know <laughs> let's just do the trilogy fight and make peace with it but uh, at the same time I'm, Connor I think is going to rip him up in the press conferences now yeah and I mean what can Dustin really say oh I kicked your ass and I won I mean he did. He did, but Connor never lost a rematch fight, though, because he learns from his. That's the thing with Connor; he learns from his mistakes, and he trains in the areas. You know what I mean? So Yo, now, what if he comes hey, back you know and he he's, beats the shit out of Dustin Poirier? He's gonna have iron-like legs going into that. What fight. if he comes back and he is exactly like old-school Connor, pissed off, talking shit, playing mind games, and then he beats the fuck out of him and knocks him out in like the first round? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The king is back. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I all I could say is one word: interesting. Yes, it just made this fight interesting. Yes, right? because again, first fight, they wanted to murder each other. Second fight, they wanted to sleep with each other. <laughs> And now it's like, oh, the honeymoon phase is over. Hey, there's been some quarrels here and there. Time for some couples therapy. This is the couples therapy I, round. I, I don't see Connor coming out with an olive branch in the lead up to this fight. Mm. I see him come because this is his bread and butter, baby. This is his shit. This is his shit. Mm. It's a ripe situation for talking shit. You're telling me Connor's not going to take it? I think we start seeing old school Connor. I'm so conflicted because again, I want that, <laughs> but I'm also I've I've been enjoying humble Connor too, though, and I think a lot of people have. He's a, it's a breath of fresh air. It, it is. I mean, we saw it with the Cerrone fight. We just saw it with this last fight. I, but ugh. but the Connor we all fell in love with that man. He, you think it's gone? He's dead. No, now? I just think that man is. Uh, he was born in the darkness. It, it was a lie this whole time. He was actually living a lie. I I think I think we're gonna see old Connor. <laughs> I think he, I think we're gonna get a press conference and he says something about the charity, something about the donation, somebody about the money, uh, something about about because you know what else is crazy? He did this in the in the Habib fight. He researches. He looks up mm. your family. He looks up like your agent. Your the, the shadiness with your agent in like your your agency group that you're tied to. He looks up your sponsorship yeah. deals. Like I can easily see him going combing through Dustin Poirier's entire life 
with a fine tooth comb finding shit that he's going to say. He's going to just throw little things out there that we're going to go, what the fuck did he just say? And then we're going to get a report afterwards of Connor was referencing Dustin's third girlfriend when he was accused <laughs> of something that happened in an uh, altercation that never actually led to anything. But at one point in time, like 15 years ago, it did. Like something like that. Mm. It's going to be something crazy. Yeah, I think old Connor's back. I see. I... Here's what I'm thinking. If he went the psychological route, though, right, and not the not like down a verbal path, but like, what if he donated not 500k, but like a million dollars to a charity that Dustin is reputable with, and that be like headline. And this is like before the fight. Like, just he just dropped a million dollars, like a million dollar check, off to some children's hospital or something that Dustin's known for. That's what I want to see Connor do. Not, not you know, none of the, the, the shit talking, just subtle things like that. Subtle things like that. I could see it. I don't know, man. It, like, the family Connor is a different Connor. Yeah. He's definitely a different guy. But that tweet, that was vintage Connor. That was Crumlin Connor. That was yeah. old school. I'm the king. 50 G's baby. That's, that's that Connor that said that. Yeah. Yeah. So he still lives that, that (laughs) Connor still lives in him. As they say, you can take the boy out of Crumlin. You can't take the Crumlin out the boy. So I, I, I'm, I'm interested. I'm interested, but I'm, I'm also really interested in what happens in 24 hours with uh, Ben Askren. Ooh, I'm excited. Very true. What if Ben Askren comes yeah. out looking like a boxer? Like, <laughs> like he was doing this in MMA and like keeping his hands up so he could try to get in and wrestle. And he he like yep. he comes out and he's just like he's like working the pads, showing him warming up in the back. He's like pop, 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 pop. It's just like, oh my god, when did he get so explosive? Just like, oh. He's always been able to do that. He just never wanted to. He's such a good wrestler. <laughs> like, he's actually been clowning the entire world this whole time. He's actually a savage. Or even better, he sells it. He's in the back doing his pad work, and he's just yeah. like, pop, pop, pop. Like, just real slow, pop, pop. Yeah. And it's and he's super slow until the, the, the bell rings on the first round. Ding! And he comes up, and you see him just start like Philly slipping. He looks like Floyd. Yep. He's just like Philly stancing on him, just like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, ba 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 bam, just whoa, four piece combo out of Ben Askren to kick off the first round here of our eight round fight. Like, just <laughs> <laughs> yo, he does the fucking Max Holloway hands down, like just. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody uh, asked him, I think, in a press conference today or yesterday, they asked him, or no, he did an AMA on the MMA subreddit. Yeah. And I think somebody asked him in the subreddit, uh, will you at some point put your hands down and do the Max Holloway, like, I'm the best boxer in boxing or something <laughs> against <laughs> <laughs> And he just said, like, LOL, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Um, anyways, though, it's been good catching up, but it is getting late, bro. 
Yeah, very. Very late. So uh, I will say with this, um, you guys should all or everyone should tune into Microscopics on YouTube because especially the spaghetti uh, video because that's probably my favorite. Um, <laughs> <laughs> although you surprisingly held your cool, I think you didn't blow a gasket too much at getting over it. You were just frustrated the entire time, but you didn't hit like yeah. a peak frustration. You were just getting over it as as in the game. You mean not spaghetti? Yes, getting over it the game. Yeah. By the way, you ate in that video because you got stressed, and that was annoying. Did I? Yes, and that was annoying as shit. You were like chew. You were like popping like candies because you were starting to get so pissed. <laughs> But then all you heard was like the candy clinking around your mouth and you sucking on it. And I was just like, you son of a bitch. You dirty bitch. Making me I listen. I watch my own video now. I don't remember doing Making that. me listen to this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh man. Anyways, M-I-K-R-O-S-E-O-P-I-X. Um, yes. And everybody enjoy the Ben Askren and uh, Jake Paul fight because I know I will... Uh, spend your money wisely <laughs> exactly that too all right man i'll talk to you later peace peace